0: This is the last Sunday of Eastertide, uh, the great 50 days of Easter celebration. Next Sunday is May 31st. It is Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the Apostles, who were enabled then to faithfully preach the Gospel and bring the Word of Christ to the nations. Uh, beginning in June, the first Sunday in June, the service schedule will change. We will have two services on Saturday and two services on Sunday. We're allowing up to 50 people in each, so we're asking that you still call in to sign up. Also beginning in June, every Sunday, weather permitting, we will have Bible class uh, at 9.15 on the patio and spilling out into the grass We'll have some chairs on the patio. If you want, to, anyone wants to bring a fold a um, lawn chair or a blanket, you're welcome to do that. Bear in mind there will be dew on the grass. Uh, the construction begins on Tuesday, day after Memorial Day, and there will be no access to the building this way. Do not, I repeat, do not try to drive into the parking lot, even if you see. Oh, well, there's asphalt here. Just don't do that. They don't want that. Uh, we can park on the street. We can park on Maple Avenue. We can park on side streets. Those needing special assistance, we will take a note of that when you sign up, and then we will have transport from where you're parked right up to the patio. So, again, that the construction demolition begins on Tuesday, so next Saturday and Sunday we'll need to access the building through the patio. We begin with the hymn of invocation nine hundred and thirteen. O Holy Spirit, enter in. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, our Maker and Redeemer, we poor sinners confess unto you that we are by nature sinful and unclean, and that we have sinned against you by thought, word, and deed. Wherefore, we flee for refuge to your infinite mercy. Seeking and imploring your grace for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, O most merciful God, who has given your only begotten Son to die for us, have mercy upon us, and for his sake grant us remission of all our sins, and by your Holy Spirit increase in us true knowledge of you and of your will and true obedience to your word, to the end, that by your grace we may come to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, has had mercy upon us and has given his only Son to die for us and for his sake forgives us all our sins. To those who believe on his name, he gives power to become the children of God and bestows on them his Holy Spirit. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Grant this, Lord, unto us all. Amen.
1: Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, Alleluia. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me, Alleluia. Teach me your way, O Lord. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversary.
0: Be with you and also with you. Let us pray. O King of glory, Lord of hosts, uplifted in triumph far above all heavens, leave us not without consolation, but send us the Spirit of truth, whom you promised from the Father. For you live and reign with him and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the seventh Sunday of Easter is recorded in the prophet Ezekiel chapter 36. Say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, I do not do this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the nations wherever you went. And I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. And the nation shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when I am hallowed in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries, and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I give to your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God.
1: This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it.
2: Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his first gift forever.
0: The epistle is recorded in the Apostle Peter's first letter, chapter 4. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it, as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. Hallelujah! God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. Alleluia! I will not leave you orphans. I am going away and coming back to you, and your heart will rejoice. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel according
0: to St. John, the 15th and 16th chapters. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, you will testify of me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. These things I have spoken to you, that you should not be made to stumble. I will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. And these things they will do to you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things I have told you, that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning, because I was with you. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, Christ is risen.
2: He is with me. Hallelujah.
0: Jesus said to his disciples, when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning." These things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. They will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things I have told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. This is the word of the Lord. Next Sunday, we celebrate Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, 50 days after Easter. It is the feast of the Holy Spirit. But we err greatly if we think that the Holy Spirit has not been around or has done absolutely nothing until the day of Pentecost. Not so. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were involved in the creation of all things. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are the one God in three persons from eternity and to eternity. As we sing, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. It is the Spirit of God who hovered over the surface of the waters. We call the Holy Spirit in the Nicene Creed the Lord and giver of life. There is no life apart from the Spirit of God. The life breathed into us at creation animating the dust of the earth so that Adam became a living soul, and the new life breathed into us through the word of peace in the gospel of Jesus Christ. He is the Lord and giver of life. We've heard throughout this Eastertide, these, these Pentecosts, really, on Easter night, Pentecost, Jesus said, peace be with you, and with those words, he breathed on the disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And then he sent them forth. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, they went into the world to preach the gospel of peace and everlasting life and salvation. The ministry of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Every prophet wrote by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised the disciples on Holy Thursday, Thursday, when the Holy Spirit comes, He'll bring to your remembrance everything that I taught you. That's a great promise because it means we have the New Testament scriptures. We learn from the Catechism I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to me, come to Him, but the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with His gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. So the ministry of the Holy Spirit is with us constantly. In today's gospel, we hear that the Holy Spirit bears witness in the context of the church's persecution and suffering for the name of Jesus. If I were to ask you, what is your calling as a Christian? If you are hated, or if you are ridiculed for going to church during the pandemic, if you are considered to be selfish for taking such actions, or if you are hated and vilified for your confession of faith in Christ and the sanctity of human life, which he came to redeem, what would be your response to that? The correct response is love. Love. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of love, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, Our fellow human beings are not our enemies. Those who hate the name of Jesus are not our enemies. Certainly no member of our own family is our enemy. As Christians, we are called to faith in the greatest act of love that there ever was. The sacrifice of God's only begotten Son upon the cross and his willing sacrifice for us. So there is no greater calling for us as Christians but to love those who hate our guts. You see it in Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You see it in the martyr Stephen, who when they gnashed at him with their teeth and ran after him with stones and hurled them at him, he said, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. It's why for us in our vocation, as men and women, as husbands and wives, the greatest act that we can do is to lay down our lives in mercy and compassion for those who know not the Lord Jesus. And so in the Gospel for today, when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And the Holy Spirit testifies to the Gospel of the Lord Jesus, not only through the words of the Gospel that are preached, but also through the lives and compassion and mercy of his suffering church. The Apostle Peter says of this time of suffering, persecution, it's not just general suffering that all people go through, but the suffering of persecution. He says, my beloved brethren, do not think it's strange, odd, weird, the fiery trial with which you are going through. Why would the early Christians think it a strange thing? Very simply because of what we've just been talking about. At the heart of the gospel that we believe in is God's love that is undeserved and unearned and unmerited by anything that we have done, but that he loves us as sinners and has taken our sin upon himself, and that this is the gift and the offering of salvation to the world. And why should we be hated for that, when all we want to do is give that gift of salvation to others? No wonder the early Christians and Christians today may think it a strange thing. But why is it? Because since the fall of man into sin, we sinful human beings have always been a people of self-reliance. Self-reliance. We don't want to be told what we are to do. We will be the masters of our own destiny. And we will be our own saviors. It takes on different forms down through the ages, like the new paganism of our day, where we can save the world from global climate change because we are superior and we have the wisdom. The idea that we are in need of God's mercy is offensive to our human sinful nature. If I were to ask you, what is the proper Christian response In the form of a prayer in the face of an earthquake or a tidal wave or a hurricane or famine that leads to starvation or war or a deadly pestilence or pandemic. What is the proper response? Lord have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. We pray that prayer for ourselves and also for the world who does not know Christ Jesus. At the heart of that prayer is something that is fundamentally offensive to the sinful nature. The first thing is, embedded in that prayer is a repentant faith that moves away from self-reliance, to reliance upon Christ alone. It is as if we are saying in that prayer, we actually, if we got what we deserved for our sins, we would be suffering this and a whole lot more. I mean, what does it mean, after all, when we say we are deserving of temporal and eternal damnation? I would dare say that the worldwide pandemic that we are going through right now and the things that that is wreaking upon our society and culture are not even the tip of the iceberg of what temporal and eternal damnation would be. Of course, that kind of message is not very politically correct, is it? But that's at the heart of a Christian response to pestilence. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ have mercy upon us. And the second thing that is embedded in that prayer is the notion that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is both the creator of his creation and the one who has come into the world to fix the creation that has been subject to the curse of the fall and the decay because of humanity's sin in order to redeem and restore and reconcile. This is seen in the ministry of Jesus, for which he was hated by the scribes and the Pharisees, the Sanhedrin, and the self-righteous high priests. Think about the things that he did. How in the synagogue on the Sabbath day, he would heal a man with a withered hand. Or on the Sabbath, the paralytic that is brought to him, he says, son, be of good cheer. And they accused him of blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, rise up and walk. Lepers cried out to him, Jesus, Master, have mercy upon us. If you are willing, you can make me clean. I am willing, and he would touch them, be clean. Or the deaf-mute for whom he spit in his own fingers and touched the man's tongue and put his fingers in his ear, sighing, Ephatha, be opened. Or the widow of Nain's son, carried out dead in his casket, and he arrested the funeral procession, and he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And he gave the young man to his mother. All of these occasions were ridiculed and rejected by those who relied upon the God of self. Why? Because if Jesus is doing what he is doing, and if we believe in this, then we must let go of ourselves, and that that the sinful flesh cannot abide. Which is why the call to repentance and faith happens in no other way but as a miracle of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God. But this is why Jesus was rejected. Because in the Christian confession, we are confessing that our Creator is also our Savior. I've come to appreciate Psalm 124, verse 8, which appears in the Divine Service Setting 3. In the preparation rite of confession and absolution, our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. That acquiescence to God as creator means that I am not the God of this creation, and I am certainly not the God who is going to be able to fix the problems of creation. But the God of creation demonstrated his love not only in his act of creation, but most especially in his act of humiliation. Where he enters into our fallen world with all of the pestilence and famine and curse of the fall. And he takes it all upon himself. No wonder he touched the leper or touched the bodies of the dead. No wonder he put his own spittle into the tongue and into the ears of the deaf mute. Because there's life nowhere else. But in him who did not social distance himself from us in the slightest, but embraced our humanity with all of its sin and all of its misery and all of its corruption. Maybe we should take with us that verse we had last week from Jesus throughout this whole period of time where he says, In me you will have peace. In me you will have peace. That's what the ministry of the Holy Spirit is all about to convict us of that great truth. In Jesus, we will have peace. President Trump is right when he says, the churches are essential and they must stay open. For us as Christians, that is so because in Jesus there is peace. He said, in this world you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. But we have to understand that that assertion, that Jesus, Jesus, only Jesus, can satisfy the deepest yearnings and needs of our hearts and lives is not a message that natural man with a sinful flesh can abide. But it is one we must preach and it's one we must confess with all long-suffering and patience and love. The miracles that Jesus performed not only delivered from the afflictions of the body that sin brought into the world, and they did. Not only were they signs of the resurrection that that is to come when the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible, but they also proclaim that the source of that life is only found in Christ. So when he feeds the 5,000, With five loaves and two fish, the message is, I am the bread of life. He who eats of my flesh and drinks of my blood abides in me and I in him and has eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. Or when he calls Lazarus forth from the tomb, Lazarus, come forth. It is not simply to give life but rather to proclaim, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And this is why even the death and martyrdom of Christians at the hands of those who persecute the gospel and hate the name of Jesus are used by the Holy Spirit to testify to him. It shows in the things that the church suffers for the name of Christ. That we belong to Christ. Whose very suffering, persecution, and martyrdom is the source of life and salvation. In me, you will have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So we pray for all, and we love all, and we lay down our lives for all. And by the Holy Spirit, through the word of the gospel, he brings forth such miracles in the hearts and lives of Christians the world over. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And so we sing the words of that hymn of the day. And for your gospel, let us dare to sacrifice all treasure. Teach us to bear your blessed cross, to find in you all pleasure. O oh, grant us steadfastness in joy and distress, lest we, Lord, you forsake. Let us by grace partake of endless joy and gladness. Hallelujah, Christ is risen.
2: He is risen indeed.
0: Hallelujah. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Let us stand for prayer. Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. For the whole Church, that in the confidence of faith the baptized may bear witness to the grace of the Lord Jesus, regardless of the persecution and suffering they may endure, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those celebrating baptismal birthdays this week, especially Autumn Walentoski, Andrew Bender, John David, and Cheryl Piper, that preserved by the Word and Spirit of Christ, they may be faithful unto death, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For pastors and missionaries, that repentance and the forgiveness of sins in Jesus' name would sound forth throughout the world, creating and sustaining faith in those who hear, let us pray to the Lord.
2: Lord, have mercy.
0: For our congregation, that the Spirit of Truth would guide us into faithful devotion and service so that we would love one another, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and give our tithes and offerings to support his ministry and mission here and abroad. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of holy matrimony, and in celebration of the wedding anniversaries of Matthew and Betty Voss, Frank and Rosie Copling, Jody and Rebecca LeGroix, That relying upon the grace of their heavenly bridegroom, they may be faithful to their marriage vows and bear witness to Christ before the world. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our government and all leaders in this world, that they would submit themselves to the true King and Lord Jesus Christ, that we may be delivered from pestilence, sedition, and rebellion. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who travel, especially Kirsten Franklin traveling to and working in Texas for the summer as a nurse and medical coordinator, that she may be kept safe and be a blessing to those she serves, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. In thanksgiving to God this Memorial Day weekend for all who have made the ultimate sacrifice to defend our country and preserve our freedoms. For all who serve in the armed forces of our nation, especially our brothers and sisters in our own congregation. For those who serve in the medical field and all emergency workers, that entrusting themselves to Christ's protection, they may abide in his saving peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For an end to the pandemic and a restoration of our lives in this world, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all graduates, for those who set out to look for new employment, for those whose plans have been frustrated or disappointed, that their confidence may always be placed in Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick, the afflicted, the dying, the mourning, and the lonely. For Roger hospitalized with a blood infection, Jeremy suffering with ALS, Walter with an inoperable tumor, Pat Murphy hospitalized with severe back pain due to a bone infection, Carl Dewey recovering from hip surgery, and Kurt Scheller and Lois Verge in hospice care. That Christ himself would be their health in sickness, their joy in sorrow, and their life in death. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who come today to the Lamb's Feast, that being made partakers of Christ's divine nature, in the eating and drinking of his very body and blood, they would be filled with his life and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank okay. you. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We
2: lift them to the Lord.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him
2: thanks and praise.
0: It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord who, after his resurrection, appeared openly to all his disciples, and in their sight was taken up into heaven, that he might make us partakers of his divine nature. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, Holy,
1: Holy, Lord holy God, God of Sabaoth." Heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest.
0: Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world. Grant us thy peace. Amen. Amen. Of Christ shed for you. The blood 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 of Christ shed. For Christ shed for you. The blood of 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 Christ shed. shed Of Christ shed for you. The body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you, body and soul, in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. Shed free. The body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you, body and soul and the true faith, unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. The blood of Christ shed for you. 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 The body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you body and soul in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Gracious Lord, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come in the Holy Supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen.
2: He is risen indeed. Alleluia.
0: Let us bless the Lord.
2: Thanks be
0: to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you.